Hello, Guerreras and Guerreros. This is Laura. And Alex. And today we're going to be talking about being working mom with children. We're going to talk about career pivots, how we're full-time employees, and how we've managed to have work-life balance. We're going to talk about tips and tricks that we have learned along the way of how to keep it together. And we hope to help you too. So with that being said, let's get this show on the road. Hello, Guerreras and Guerreros. This is Alex. And today's topic is one that is very close and dear to my heart. It's about working moms. Everyone has felt that feeling where you feel overwhelmed, swamped. Maybe you just want to lock yourself in the restroom and not come out and let the kids do whatever (laughs) they want. But let me tell you, you're not alone. These driven Latinas, we felt (laughs) the pressure. Yes, trust me, especially me. I have a, a... four-year-old and a six-year-old, and they're only a, a year and a half apart. Um, so it's, it is, it gets crazy up in here in this house. Yeah. I, I can only imagine. I only have a one-year-old and I also feel like I'm stressing out. So I cannot imagine having two. And then even those other moms that are out there that have more than two, our mom had six. I have no idea how she did it either. Exactly. As, as a single parent too, I now looking back when she used to say, I just want to run away sometimes and just not come back. (laughs) Now I understand that. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I get it. Six kids all alone. Like, whoa, she's a strong woman. And that is probably one of the big reasons why she's our rock because she persevered and she set the example for us to keep going. So yeah, to my mama. Mm-hmm. Yes, props to her. Mami, te queremos mucho. <laughs> Shout out to you, mom. But Shout out to her. I know, I know the feeling. Sometimes I feel like maybe I'm not doing so well in all aspects of life. I know we, there, we have to be a mom, a career woman, a wife, and of course a friend, because you still have to phone your friends, make chicken on them, make sure yeah, they haven't had absolutely. COVID or anything. So just saying there's a lot that goes on in your life, especially when you have kiddos at home. So we have a few tips and tricks that might help you based on our personal experience. We hope you Mm -hmm. can take something useful out of this. So our first uh, one that maybe you guys might remember, I used to be a manager at a retail store when I first started. My little one was one year, one, one, she was a one-year-old and my son was about 18 months and I was working at a school that was about 40 to an hour, um, depending on traffic, away from my house. And at the time, my mom was gracious enough to be watching my one-year-old and my 18-month-old at the time. So she um, calls me in panic saying that there's you know, some paramedics coming over because my son was unresponsive. It was oh, just no. such a scary experience especially when I'm 40 minutes to an hour away, depending on traffic. So I was freaking out. I I couldn't even talk. I just couldn't even cry either. I was just in total shock trying to drive back. I didn't even tell my, my boss, I text her. I'm like, I I have an emergency. I have to go. Mm -hmm. So finally I get there. Everything was fine. My, my son was responding to the paramedics and uh, they told me that I still had to take him into the ER just to check to see what it was. They ran all these exams on my poor little baby and 
nothing came out of it. They called it a brew. Like they could not diagnose exactly what might have caused uh, it. Is that, that's what it's called, a brew? Yes. A, they don't know. They just didn't okay. know. It was unexplained. So um, they still made me do some, because maybe they thought it was a seizure. So they, they made me go through all, all these appointments and uh, nothing came out of it, which I'm really glad that, that you know, it was nothing long-term that was wrong with him. But that mm -hmm. situation really opened my eyes as to what was more important to me. Was it me, that job that I had that was so far away or being working at a job that was closer to, to my home where I could be ex have more quick access to my kids if an emergency happened like this one. So that was my pivotal moment where I said, okay, I need to find something closer to home. I quit my job um, because it was really close to summertime. So I, I did finish off, but I'd let my, my um, boss know. I said, I, I'm not coming mm -hmm. back. I have to find a job closer to my house. So I did not have anything lined up, but I did tell him about a month in advance that I was going to be leaving because you know, summertime, they have about a month or two months to find someone else. So mm -hmm. they were not upset at me at all. They were actually, they understood my situation. And they, and that's when I said, okay, I need to find a, a full-time job as a teacher closer to home. And luckily, right before summer break ended, I found something really close to my house, which that work and life balance was my priority at that time. I, and all because of that one specific event that happened to me. And so that, that, that school was 14 minutes away. It was perfect. Um, I just took back roads to get there. And after that, I said, I'm never working somewhere where I'm going to have to drive in the middle of traffic because when you have little ones, you just never know when they get sick. Um, and, uh -huh. and so changing schools to be closer to my kids was definitely a, the best decision I've ever made. So a tip that I could give for you is always find that work-life balance, um, do what it, whatever it takes, you know, don't take no for an answer. Um, they, a job is going to replace you no matter what, like the next person could take your job at any, any moment. So your kids are, are your, pri are your pri priority, just like, yeah. you know, in my situation. So that's such a great tip because I do feel like a lot of times you, people go into the workforce and, especially in the beginning, like, especially if you're younger, you're not even married, you don't have any kids, you don't, you don't really think about that. And then you go to your employer and you don't realize how much they feel, how they feel about like children. Right. And then you start like explaining like, oh, my kid is sick or this and that. And it's really telling from a workforce, like a workplace standpoint of where they stand, like if they're supportive and if they're understanding or if they're just like, nope, too bad, so sad, like you can't go or, or they write you up because you can't. So I think that's such a, that's a, such a good tip to find a work that puts your family as a priority and understands that your family is a priority and that they have either policies in place or even just the support in place to be able to help you do what you have to do. I can't imagine like what you went through. Um, and, and unfortunately, like, you know, having to go through that with like, with your kiddo, him being in the, in the hospital, like, I'm sure that was so tough. But I feel like one thing that you shouldn't, that you should like dig deeper in is that you didn't just 
like become a teacher like overnight like I know I know I remember that I remember you studying like super hard it was literally a career pivot it wasn't just like oh I'm just going to change a job from one day to the next like you had to I remember you studying so hard and like trying to pass like all these tests like it was a huge career change but you did it for your kiddos so I want to give you the credit you deserve because that's that was not easy Yes, thank yes, I and you know it feels like it happened like so long ago, but I've only been a teacher for 6 years, so it hasn't been that long. Yeah. And you just have to do what you have to do and family first, and that was one of the things that my at that school that was one of the things they cherished is like family first, you know, take care of take care of your family. So they totally understood, but I do feel that uh, making those sacrifices is totally worth it in the end. Like it might feel Mm -hmm. like you're running on a hamster wheel at times, especially doing the studying, like you don't see the end result, but trust me, once you're on the other side, it's, it's amazing. So keep going. It was worth it. It was worth the sacrifice because I remember, like I said, you know, going to your house, seeing you with the book open and like seeing you in the kitchen. And I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm studying. I'm going to get certified to be a teacher. Literally you were a manager like the week before, like it was, it was such a career pivot, but I know that even to this day, it's what you're doing. So I know it was so worth it. And I know that you know, they put your family as a priority and it makes me happy that you have that now uh, with your kids. But that is something to consider for all those working moms, you know, making sure that you have that, that work support as well. It's, it's important and it's going to make your life and your kids' lives and your family's lives just a lot easier. And I want to add to that is also, is that uh, with, my career pivot it was not easy but i will say that having that support system like i had my mom my mother-in-law at the time because we did live in san antonio and my Mm -hmm. husband they they all helped and encouraged me to continue to you know work for it and get things done and take those exams and pass the exams there was at one point my husband and i had to drive to houston to take one of the exams because they were not offering it in my area until months later So I wanted to take it quickly so that I could find a job before the summer. And my mother-in-law took care of my, my um, daughter while I did that. And I did want to mention, I said my son was 18 months. He was eight months. He was not even a year yet. I don't know. I I think I got, (laughs) but yeah, he was a baby. He was a, he wasn't even one yet. About Mm. eight months older, six or eight months. I can't remember exactly, but I, I do know that he was tiny and it was just such a scary situation. Hopefully you don't, it doesn't take that for you to, yeah, to realize what wasn't exactly to realize that you need to make a change. For me, I knew that I wanted to be a teacher just because summer off, I was going to get to spend with my daughter and my son. So mm-hmm. I, that, that was super important for me. And that enticed me even more. Of course, number one is that I love working with children, but mm-hmm that definitely was something that pushed me and was like, okay, I need that work-life balance. Um, I want to be able to be there for my kids. Yeah. It was like an extra motivation. Like it was pushing you through, especially because I know that those tests are not, not the easiest thing. Like they're, they're pretty rigorous. So I'm sure that was an extra motivation, an extra push that you needed. Um, I also wanted to echo what you said about the support system, because I know I have 
um, I have my, my little girl, she's one, she's about to turn two here in February, but she's one right now. And I will say that the support system is so important. Like, um, I know you mentioned like our mom has been a huge supporter, shout outs to her again. I think we're forever indebted to her with thankfulness. Uh, the grandparents are great too. I feel like they always, I, at least from the experiences that I've heard from friends and things that grandparents offer or even friends offer to take care of your kids. And I do know, and I'll tell you this from like having some, uh, a baby, like really recently that sometimes you feel guilty, like accepting the help because you're like, Oh no, no, no. Like she's going to cry or she's going to be too fussy. And something that I've learned and it's been really helpful and healthy has been to just accept the help. I know it's, easier said than done. I know people don't want to accept the help. They just want to, you know, um, be able to do it. And not only that, not cause any burden on anyone, but I will say like, even with my sister, like with Ale on the podcast, like that we do now, like she, she would offer, she would say, Hey, you want to go like out with your husband somewhere? Like I'll take care of Lily. And I would always be like, no, it's okay. Cause just cause I know like Lily, especially like being a pandemic baby, like she was so attached to me. So I could just not imagine like how that would be on my sister and didn't want to put her through that burden. It's never that I didn't trust her or any, even the grandparents too. It's not that I don't trust them. It's just that I know Lily and how attached she is. But I finally, because my husband, he's a huge movie buff. I was about to say could... that only because of the Marvel movie. That was it. Yeah. Marvel movie did yeah, it for Marvel me. movies did yes. it for us. So there was and a so Marvel she... movie coming out. And finally, she took up my offer and she said, okay, yes. fine. Oh my gosh, y'all. I was sending her yeah. snaps and yes, videos. She was. Lily was a happy little girl just she playing was. with my daughter. She didn't even cry once, you guys. Like, oh my goodness. I just cannot believe this whole, like, I think it had been like a whole year that I hadn't even like left her with anybody because I was, was afraid so she nervous. was going to be crying. And she was just, I, w- I felt so relieved. She just kept sending me pictures. Even though I was in the movie, I was still checking my phone. I hope the people in the back didn't hate me, but I don't <laughs> care. I was like checking my phone because she was the cutest vi- little video. She was like playing with her little girl and she was like doing like all these like fun little activities that she had for her. And she was in the stroller and she was like eating at some point, like on top of the stroller, not crying. Like she doesn't I even taught her do that how to me. say ice cream. <laughs> Oh yes. When I, when I get back, when I got back from the movies, Lily's new word was icy. I was like, icy. And my sister's like, oh yeah, I may have taught her ice cream. Yes. She loves. She had a lot of fun with her auntie and I can't believe it took me so long. It can't believe it took a Marvel movie for me to finally And your Marvel obsession (laughs) for letting me, my sister trust me with her baby. (laughs) Exactly. That's true. But even like you having that support, like that's what we're talking about. Like you need that. You need to have someone. And I do, I do know. And I do want to say, because when I was going for my master's program, there was a couple of people that would tell me like, oh, I don't have any family, but they found like, I I, want to say like people that became like their family, like really close friends. So don't think like, oh, I don't have family. Like I actually live all by myself, like in a place, like I don't have people around me. Like there's 
friends that end up becoming your family. And she would tell me all the time that she felt like I was like part of her family because if ever she needed to like run for an emergency, she lives where I live, like in the same city. So she could have dropped off her little girl or we could have done stuff together. Or if she had to study really hard, she had like a mom's group that moms would either pick up her daughter from school. So I do want to say that I have heard like even like beautiful stories of like, you know, friends that really become like family and they become support too. So don't feel lonely if you don't have like, you know, blood family around you, like your friends can become that support as well. And, you know, keeping in mind, like how well you know them and your trust level with them. But if it's needed, like you can also look at, look into that too. Absolutely. And also, just piggybacking off the master's program my kids were four and six when i recently when i recently decided to take on that journey and one of the things that helped me was just scheduling those times at night to do my work so i had to be really strict and my sister knows this even till this day on that night nap sorry that night time like their scheduled Mm -hmm. night time it used to be at eight and now it's seven when the time changed and it just stuck to seven but my sister knows I'm very strict about it no you need to be in bed by seven and that uh, from the master's program is when I started being way stricter on that and now it's just so natural so maybe setting those Mm -hmm. like solid times when you're like nope no ifs ands or buts you're going to sleep Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that will give you that time that you need, whether it's studying or just, you know, having your alone time um, or get catching up on cleaning. But I have a big secret that I revealed to my sister. Oh, yeah. You didn't reveal. Let me let's be clear. I busted. (laughs) I busted you. (laughs) Yes, she did. I know. Yeah, I so I feel like I need to tell everybody the story. So one of the things and this is this is actually an amazing great tip that I learned from my sister is that I and I'll tell you the story of how I found this secret out is because I would go to her house. This girl is like going to her master. She has two kids. These kids are like in any sport you can think of, like you name it, they've done it. And she's like this awesome soccer mom. She's taking like, you know, snacks to soccer practice. She's like, um, like, I mean, she is amazing. She is super amazing. But the thing like the cherry on top is I go to her house and it's like spotless, beautiful. And I'm here thinking like, you know, like crap, like I only have one little girl and I can't get it together in my house. Like my house does not look like this. Like my house is so messy compared to hers. Hers was like, not just like picked up. It was like deep, cleaned, beautiful, amazing. And so finally (laughs) one day I was just like, how do you do it? How do you do it? And she's just like looking like her eyes are like shifting sideways. And she's like, don't judge me. Someone helps me. She's like, there's a cleaning lady that comes every other week to help me clean. And I was like, judge you. I told her, you need to give me her number. Okay, hold on. And then my sister's like, but wait, did she get the marker that was in the oven? (laughs) (laughs) One time we were trying to make food. And then I go, don't use the oven, whatever you do. Why? 
Cammy threw a marker in there and it melted and I haven't <laughs> been able to get it off. Honestly, and I haven't even tried. <laughs> oh, she hadn't been using her oven for I don't know how long because there was a melted marker in there. And, it, and I asked her, she goes, yes, my oven is back. And we just laughed for the longest time. And no, because like, she said, wait, how much does she charge you? And I yeah. go, girl, the fact that she took that marker off the, marker out of the off. oven, that paid it off all in itself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, literally, she, it's like she got a new oven, like she got a brand new oven. But that let me tell so you guys, uh, the, like the deep cleaning, just getting those restrooms, we have three, three restrooms done. And then all of the, you know, the inside of the oven, the top of the stove, like the cracks and cracks and crannies, however you call them, the yeah. clean, clean, spotless clean. Yeah. I'm like, totally worth it. But I was embarrassed because it wasn't, and, and this is going to sound really bad that I say it. And I think I told my sister when she's like, why would you be embarrassed of that? Because I said, honestly, because growing up again, we didn't grow up with a lot. And my, if my mom ever found out that I was paying a lady to clean, she'd say, what, are, why are you wasting your money? You know, like that's, yeah. you can do that all on your own because again, my mom did everything. She did the cooking, the cleaning, the p- picking the kids up. She did mm-hmm. everything. And so and of course, all stay while well, staying in a very low budget because we didn't have yeah. much. So I don't know. I felt a little bit of shame, like I'm throwing my money away. But let me tell y'all, you are oh. not throwing your money away. You're, it's actually gaining so much time on the exactly. weekdays. Instead of scrubbing the toilets, I'm actually yes. out going rollerblading with the kids. They are doing gymnastics, exactly. ballet, basketball, soccer. Like I, my weekends are not uh, cleaning yes. up you know? And, and that's one thing that I told her, I was like, you should not feel like bad about this at all. This is one of the privileges that you get for getting an education, being a full-time mom, like literally working your whole time. Like this is something that you get to, to enjoy and to do and to have as a perk in your life because of all of the hard work that you do outside of it. And I do feel like, when we compare ourselves to other moms, we just feel like, oh, we need to get it together. Like we need to bake the cookies and they need to be like, not store-bought. They cannot be like, you know, the ones that you just scoop the dough with a spoon. Like they, you have to do like you, we put so much pressure on ourselves. It's not, it's not worth it. It's like, come on. Like if you can have a little bit of joy in your life, make more memories with your kiddos and you can comfortably afford it. Like, why not? Why not do it? And that's what I told her. I said, you honestly need to give me her number. And she did. And we now share the same cleaning lady comes to both of our houses. And she's the sweetest lady ever. I love her so much. I love her. Tons of kudos to her. I literally love her. Yeah. Like we, yeah, we don't know where we would be. Like if you can afford it comfortably, like, you know, and you know, think about it too. Like you're, you're, working like you're working so much like if it's something that's gonna help you and you feel like the cost offsets like the other benefits of it like in my sister in my case is time is like if if you can do it do it and don't feel guilty about it that's what I'll say like don't feel guilty about it at all and you know share the number with other people yes exactly (laughs) I know and it was so funny when I share it with my with my girlfriends they say Oh, so you don't do it all like yeah. joking around, but it's true because I'm like, Hey, I can yeah. give you her number, which I have. Yeah. I've referred her to so many of my friends and they do use her because it's just, 
so much time saved that you could be spending with your family. And it's exactly. And I think that's the thing that memories. we need to, as moms also get like out of our heads that we don't need to do it all. Like who said we need to do it all? I know everyone says like, oh, you're super woman. It's like, actually, I just want to be like a woman. <laughs> I don't want to be so super. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's okay. But we are, that like, we does make do us all. super because yeah. at the end of the day, your kids are not going to remember how clean your floor was. They're going to remember yeah. how you jumped in the trampoline with them or how you went out for and rode bikes at the park with them on Saturday instead of, you know, or how you your head are... off at everybody. <laughs> Or how you are taking them to soccer and ballet and gymnastics. And, and I say that guys being funny because that's what my sister literally does with her kids. Yes, like she's there in so many gymnastics. Yep. And, and trust me, it's not that we force our kids into it. We ask, which one do you want to try out? And then slowly they're, they're finding their rhythm and what they like. And so right now my daughter's really into gymnastics. She loves it. She stretches all on her own. And, uh, one of the things yeah, that helps her so much and encourages her, and maybe I recommend it if, if it's within your budget, which honestly, um, during that black Friday, that's when we bought them for them. It was the echo dot kids edition and she'll set a timer on that thing. And then she'll say, okay, um, Ooh. Alexa set five minutes on the clock and she'll stretch for five minutes. And so, or she'll say, Alexa set a timer for 10 minutes and she'll practice her reading for 10 minutes. She that thing has done wonders for us with um, her learning Spanish. So I show her a picture. She'll say, Alexa, how do you say horse in Spanish? And then she'll repeat it. And it's just so many awesome th features that it has. It has nighttime stories. And uh, uh, trust me, I'm not sponsored by them by any means. I <laughs> promise wish. you. Actually, uh, yeah, please sponsor no. us and give us, give us the echoes. <laughs> exactly. I want one for Lily. <laughs> no, but they are hands down the best thing that, uh, we got them for Christmas and they all, it comes with a light, a night light that's electric yeah, and, awesome. and you say, Alexa, turn on the light and then it'll turn it on or they'll change the color of the light, make it dimmer. So they use that. Um, they use it a lot for sleeping. And one of the things Camila, my daughter loves to do is to put it on um, soothing music right before she takes a nap or goes to sleep. And it literally relaxes her and makes her knock out so fast and the mm. let me tell you the best feature okay just and again i am not sponsored by them i promise yeah. you this is just something <laughs> that i really love about them for the kids is the fact that i can eavesdrop in so like if she's messing around because she loves to go wake up her brother i can hear them uh, i drop in on my phone they cannot they can hear me if i if i unmute myself but I'll say, go to sleep. I can hear you jumping around. And then, okay, mom, mm. good night. <laughs> and then that's so, so they, awesome. Yeah. That's like an intercom back. Exactly. In the so if it, the, you know, seriously, if lunch is yeah. done, I'm like, Camila, come eat. And then she'll come down. And uh, yeah. again, we are not sponsored by them, but I really recommend it. it's called the Echo Dot Kids Edition. And it'll set them reminders. Like my daughter has gymnastics on Saturday. She'll say, Remind me at 12 o'clock that to get ready for gymnastics and then it'll, it'll yeah. remind her the next they day. They love them. Yeah. When they my sister came over, things. they just tackled yes. her and they, were like, Come They to took room. me right away to their brand new like little echoes and they have these cute little like prints. One is a tiger and one is a panda or something. 
right? Yeah, like, exactly. I don't remember the other one, but they they both took me to their rooms to show me and they would tell it to like turn on the light and to turn off the light and to put on music. They were so stinking cute. And it sounds like they're also being more structured and organized by it. And I'm like, it's just like a win, win, win. I can't wait for Lily to start talking because that's going to be one of the things that I really give her later I'm on. glad you talked about organization because uh, our cleaning lady just thanks me so much. She's like, I thank you for what you did with the toys that they look so good. So one of the things that I do, and I try to do it at least twice a year when I'm uh, off on summer break and Christmas break is to declutter and just take out and donate all the old toys that they no longer use and the clothes that doesn't no longer fits them. So I usually just throw everything in a bag and I just donate it. Goodwill, you can have it, whatever. I do not need it because all it does is create clutter and then things just become a hot mess all over the floor. So I'm like, no, we're donating all these toys. You guys don't use them. And I usually, I let them pick the big ones that they want to keep. And then the ones that I'm like, nope, you don't need this anymore. It's broken or whatever. I could just get rid of it. Yeah. Um, but I, yes. think I commend you for that because that's one of the things I super struggle. I'm a hoarder. Everybody knows that. Like, and I, I always say that I'm an organized hoarder because I do like never throw anything away. Like I even have a box that my sister and I got from like the Dollar General when I was seven years old. Do you no, remember that really, one? She, it's yeah, the colorful I, purple one. <laughs> I do not remember it, but I do know that she has stuff from when we were in elementary and it just, yes. I always tell her, Hey, but I'm very you know organized. Don't find... think that I'm a slob kebab. No, I was going to say kebab. that. I was going to have to say that when I'm like, do you know, do you know if you have, and then I'll ask for something. Yes. It's on the left side of this yeah. box on the bottom mm-hmm. and everything is nice and tidy and all organized. So she's an organized hoarder, but yes. will I ever have that many things held to the no, 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 no. only no, because no. My, I think that my mom was like that. She used to throw everything away. Yes. My and mom my and husband, Ali are the same. Yeah, it bugs him. My, so my mom like, she had six kids, right? So like, and I, I know Ali does this too, but she's a little bit nicer about it. But my mom, like for Mother's Day, because remember guys, she had six kids. So she would get like six, like those ugly plates that you make at school that say like mom and like all these like, you know, macaroni necklaces and stuff for Mother's Day. And like the same day that we would give her that stuff, like I would see like her picking up the trash to like, take it to the dumpster and like I could literally through the see-through plastic see all of the things we gave her for Mother's Day like thrown like she was like you know savage like she would just throw things not sentimental value at all and I remember telling her like mom like don't you care like we are we worked really hard on that and she would be like I have a lot from like other years or other years in the past supposedly but my sister does something similar but except she's nicer because she takes a picture of it before she gets rid of it I do I take a picture and then I say what do you mean I have it right here and then I show them because my daughter's old enough to know and catch me when I whenever she finds something in the trash and I'm like but no look I'm because I'm I have it right here in my on my phone I'm gonna yeah and that's actually really smart that way you're not like having a whole lot of like unnecessary things but I'm too I'm too much of a sentimental person like any little thing like even like the smallest thing you can think of like a pin I still have a pin from like I don't know 10 years ago super useless pointless and just like small and I really should get rid of it so I do look I do look up to you a lot because you are like that I wish I was more like that no I 
tell my sister, I, I said, you need to go to Ikea. As I recently went, yeah. I splurged. I got toy organizers and I also got a toy trunk. Oh my goodness. And mm-hmm. it's, it's like a bench with a trunk of, you can put all these giant toys inside. And I think that's why our cleaning lady was like, thank you so much for, for <laughs> getting rid of all those toys and organizing them. So now all the kids have a organizational bin in their rooms. It just looks so much better. So I really recommend Ikea for any organizational bins. And a lot of times they're not even that pricey. Like you would think that they're going to be outrageously priced, but trust they're me. They're very reasonable. Yes. And very worth it too. So you that you nice. don't have all those toys all over the, the floor. And I tell them before they go to sleep, I'm like, pick up your toys. Nope. You know where the basket is. You have every kid has their own basket. So you already know where it goes. I know. And they're so proud of it too. I feel like when it's organized and they know where it's supposed to go, they take like more pride in their stuff. Like I know like her little boy like took me into his room and she's like, look at all my toys. And it's like a cubicle. And like, he has all his like different little toys and different little like cubbies. And he was so excited to show me. I was like, wow, good job. Did you do this? And he's like, yeah, he was so proud. He'll line up all the superheroes like in a straight little line now. And he'll, he knows if one's missing and he'll freak out. Oh my God, I'm missing this one. I'm like, did you check in the back on the sofa? And then he'll go and find it. But Aww. it just, they take more pride when it's, yeah. and also rotate your toys. Like I have two, three addicts and it was just the way that the man, whoever used to live in the house that I live in, he made a bunch of shelves and he made uh, addicts out of uh, random little rooms. And so it's, it has a ton of shelves where I rotate awesome. toys. So I keep, I take a bin, throw all the unnecessary toys that I know they're not using at the moment, but maybe later they'll be more inclined to use it and I'll rotate them. I'll, you know, take a That's bin out. such a good it. idea. No, I really do that because otherwise it's just too much. They get overwhelmed yeah. and it just overstimulates them to the point where they don't even play with any of it. So yeah, do that. That's rotate your toys. I haven't done that. Your toys. I, have, I have not. I, I, this is the first time that you ever share that tip even with me, I need to do that because like I keep old toys in the closet and Lily found them recently. And I'm like, she never used to play with this. Why exactly. is she playing with this now? Because but it's like you said, it's like you rotate it. It's like, is she seeing it for the first time? Uh-huh. Yep. And yeah. that's was that's- one of my, yes, very useful because I'm like, no, you're not going to have all these all over the place because they just get overstimulated with too much. But definitely if you can always try to find those um classes for either gymnastics ballet basketball soccer anything you can find uh free because i know at my school when i worked in san antonio they offered i know right now with covid i don't know if they will but always try to find them free if you can i haven't been able to find them here in dallas but i do know that it helps them so much with socialization you know building their motor skills even structure is very important kids love schedules and routines and so i feel like sports really really teaches them that um so that's just another tip that i forgot to mention when we were talking about all of those and i wanted to include that in there yeah that's true and then how do you do it because like you have like days that sometimes you have to take snacks and stuff like how do you remember so much stuff I, I use my phone a lot. So a lot of electronic uh, reminders on my phone and I, I input a schedule. And one thing that I learned to do is to include my husband in it. So I add his name and he gets a notification to his phone too. And it adds it to his calendar on his iPhone. 
do that because sometimes you all need to be, well, it's important yeah. to be on the same page because there has been times where we've had to split kids. So he'll take one and mm-hmm. I'll take the other one just so they can both make their either appointments or their um, practice. So yeah, definitely um, share your schedule with your husband so, or whoever it is that your support system is that's going to help you along the okay. way. That's a good idea. I don't actually do that either. I, I tend to be like the ultimate organizer with my like manual, <laughs> manual oh, she loves calendar. And then, but yeah, that's a good idea because my husband is always asking me like, what do we have this weekend? Or do we have something planned this weekend? I feel like if, if I had an electronic version, he would know without having to ask, but I don't have that. So that's another really good tip. Thank you. Yes. Create, create the event and add him. Like it it lets you add a person either with their number or email. And that's what I do. And then it includes it and it'll remind you a day before depending on when you set the reminder or like an hour before the, the event. Um, so is that yeah. how you also do your birthday parties? Cause I know that they're always like so beautiful, like elaborate, like very well. Yes. Well, I use Amazon prime a lot. I use Pinterest, you know, to get ideas. And then I just order the theme on, on Amazon. And usually I try to do the pack, the package where it comes with like plates and balloons oh. and everything. So if you have Amazon prime, I highly recommend that. And and if you're a working mom, I I mean, if you have time to go out shopping for deals, great. But for me, I think that Amazon prime has been my best friend. Um, Yeah. I have Amazon prime and I love how like I get stuff like in two to three days, like it is so quick. So I do like it, but I've never done like the package for the birthday stuff, but that makes sense. Like it's just going to save you so much time. And if you already have your vision in mind, then it all becomes so easy. And I, it took me a while to find a cake lady here in Dallas, but I was able to find a really reliable um, local business that does really delicious cakes. And, and they're also really beautiful for kids' birthday parties. They, They do a really great job with themes. So I told my sister, I said for her daughter's birthday, I want to do the, or I want to give a gift her the cake because mm-hmm. it's just, she just does such an amazing job. So I ordered it for her. It's coming up soon. I can't wait. Yeah. No, I'm excited because yeah, her birthday is like the first week of February and my sister and I were talking earlier. She's like, send me a screenshot of the cake that you want. And I sent it like right away. I'm like, yes, I do love the cakes that she always gets. And now, now with all these tips too, like I'm an, I feel like I'm getting more ready for her birthday this February. Yes. And we're, we're going to have a lot of fun. And the, another thing that if you're lucky to have a sister, like I do, we help each other. So sometimes like I'll have the tripod to take photos, but maybe my sister has a backdrop. So we're, we just share our things so much um, so that, oh, yeah. you know, we don't have double our- yeah. Or even like our food warmer thing. Like I have one and she has one, but if we are going to throw a really big party, then we'll borrow each other's. Yeah, that's true. We do do that. I think that makes our parties more fun and also less clutter, right? Going less back clutter. to the clutter. Like we don't both have to have like everything we can just share it. And we always yes. do. We're like, Oh yeah, bring it over. Okay. I'm dropping it off. I'm leaving it in your door. Mm-hmm. And then she does the same thing with me. Yes, so we have a yeah. balloon. We even have a balloon machine. Like we swap it back and forth because we're like, oh, yeah. yeah. So we 
that's another thing. If you have that awesome support system that just helps you so much, take advantage and use yeah. it because so we are not super women. I mean, yes, we are, but we don't have to always <laughs> do everything, you know? Yes. And so just keep yes. that in mind. Like yeah, super women does not have to mean that you're like drowning. I guess I just want to say that. Like, it's just that you're super women because you do so much, but it doesn't mean you have to do it all. Like you need to ask for help and it's okay. I know it's hard. I know, trust us, like we've been there. It's hard, but you, you need to do it. I do want to say, um, cause one thing that I'm always like so amazed by you, Ale, is how much energy you have. Cause I think about you. And again, I have one daughter and I'm just like, how do you, like, how do you keep going? Like from this practice to that practice, to going to like the zoo, to take the kids, to see animals, to going to this other place, to make memories. Like you're always on the go. Like, I feel like every single weekend and I always like admire that. Like, how do you, have the energy. I'm, I always feel like I'm so tired. That makes me laugh because it reminds me of when I asked you, hey, do you want to go see the ice sculptures with us? She had no oh, yeah, kids, y'all. Like, no. There was zero kids. No kids. This is I what no she kids. said. She sounded so groggy and she's like, what? Oh, oh no, I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm no, so tired. I can't do that. No, like pass. a super Hard pass. quick <laughs> pass. Yeah, like a super quick pass. It was like immediately no. <laughs> exactly, immediately no. Immediately and I was no. like, why? It's going to be so much fun. No, thanks. And then she's yeah. like, but how do you, she goes, how do you have so much energy? We were out, out yesterday too. And I'm like, yeah. okay, if you don't want to go too bad. I still win. We had so no, much fun, but did. I I'm so glad you guys did go because then it ended up being closed for COVID. So like now that I want to go, it's not there. So know, it was good that so you beautiful. took advantage that when you did go, because like now it's not even available now that I do want to go and I have like a little more energy, but how do you do it? Like, just tell me coffee, girl, coffee. I caffeinate myself in the morning. Yes. And it's really, it, my coffee addiction is so bad and no, I'm not, (laughs) let me fix that because people are going to think I drink coffee all day. No, I only drink one cup of coffee in the morning, but that gives me enough energy to, to keep going and working out. Like I know that I fall off the wagon a lot and working out and I start feeling myself like not wanting to get up and, and not mm-hmm. being as active as I normally am. So then I start, that motivates me to start again. And I, I don't have to go to the gym every day, but I have weights in my closet and mm-hmm. I just do uh, lounges or I will do an arm workout. I'll put like a five minute video. If I'm not feeling that motivated, I, I will literally put five minute video with weights on YouTube, <laughs> on the television. And on that's YouTube. five minutes. And I say, okay, I want to keep going five more minutes. Cause like this, you know, I'm feeling good. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling better. And so that um, motivates me, but I started doing the 5am workouts with my sister. We have yeah. tried to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Sometimes if something happens, Again, I still try to get my weights that are here in the closet. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be more consistent with that. And I think we are doing a great We're job. doing good. At the yeah. beginning. I feel like that. Never. I think you're right when it comes to energy. Like I can tell right away if I don't work out, I am literally dragging the whole day. But if we worked out the, the, the morning, I feel much better. I feel like I can last work. So that's yes, a good guys. point. I'd never thought though about like the sporadic, like quick workouts. Like I'm going to try that. Cause I haven't, and tried I'm that. reading like, a book right now. Tired. Yes. On habits and how you just have to start changing your, your mindset and changing your habits as to like, 
like working out at the at first and I tell my sister when I text her I'm like I yeah. have no motivation to go but I know that we're gonna that we have to go no she, will, I, she her, will literally uh, say are we going tomorrow sad face <laughs> oh yeah I always put a sad emoji because she doesn't want to wake up in the morning and I'm like yes, yes we're going but because I'm of that pretty book good that at I'm waking reading. up early I'm pretty good. I feel like I'm an early bird and I can wake up early. It's the throughout the day that like my energy just drains. So I'll keep that in mind, like those little quick workouts. I think that's such a good idea. And I do have like little five pound weights that I can just do like a quick little, like quick little yes. lunges or quick put, little workouts. Put a, a video on that helps so much because you're like, okay, what is she doing next? And it's like, you don't even mm-hmm. have, your brain doesn't have to think what workout am I going to do? Like the video is oh, telling you what to do. Even the so time like, or the reps yes, or the counts. Exactly. It's uh, like less uh. on your mind and more on your body because <laughs> your yeah. body's just like, okay, <laughs> let me do the next thing. But yeah. I will say that I, I've told you all this before. I do not read books. I use the Audible app. So that I do a lot of self-help books on there. So if you need that motivation, you know, on, uh, or things that you can improve, whether it's organization in your home or whether it's, I don't know, uh, balancing work and life balance, whatever it could be, there's always an audible book on anything. And when so, do you normally like listen to them? Is it like when you're driving or when you're cleaning or like No, when? so I, when I'm getting ready, like when I'm straightening my hair or mm-hmm. curling my hair, it, mm-hmm. and then changing I just and my husband gets he laughs so much he's like why do you listen to like the affirmations in the morning because like he starts <laughs> feeling motivated and then he just laughs he's like I hear remember what the, the the audible said and I'm like you were listening to it he's like you wake me up you put it on so loud in the restroom and I'm like <laughs> he's know. like I have no choice yeah but exactly. that's good because he's benefiting from it without even knowing yeah, he's, it's like, uh, while he's sleeping, he's meditating <laughs> with my affirmations, <laughs> but, but no, it, I really, really feel that that has helped the Audible app with, uh, as a mom, just always being on the run, but you still want to be able to, you know, gain some knowledge off of some books, yeah. so I recommend that too. Again, I am not sponsored by them. We by are any monetizing. Of anybody, no. but if anybody wants to sponsor us, give us a call. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, I think that that wraps up everything that (laughs) the tips that I for sure wanted to cover so that hopefully it could help you know and make you feel that it's normal to sometimes feel overwhelmed. We are not perfect. And again, we, if any, if you're going to take anything out of this uh, podcast episode is that you don't have to do it all. You do not have to do it all. Um, We are not I don't know. What do you want to call them? Like, yeah, like we're, we're not, we are just bots. sharing our own experiences and we're just explaining what has worked for us. And we really think it'll work for you, especially right now in this like modern day, day and age, like what working moms are doing with kids and how we're getting by. I feel like a lot of people hopefully are able to take some of these key takeaways. And I'm, um, wanted to also say that as we've been talking about our kids and our kiddos, and they're all super amazing in their own ways that I'm so excited because we're going to have Cammy, my special beautiful guest. Niece, my sister's, yeah, my sister's beautiful daughter. Um, she's our number one fan, y'all, for our podcast. She <laughs> makes my husband put it on in the car and she says she loves to hear her tia and her mom. So I told her, yeah. she, she asked me, she's like, can I be on your, your podcast too? And I said, maybe you can 
uh, thank our guests for listening. And so here she is. Cami, do you want to say something? Thank you all for listening to my mom and the loudest podcast. Bye.